You're listening to another episode of the Zag Erica Sub here. Excited to continue our series, social distancing mini series pods, but also we're expanding it to talk to amazing NLC alums who are doing some really interesting and important work on the front lines of COVID and all the pandemic that's happening. Thanks for tuning in. NLC New Jersey 2020 fellow Pearl Gable is here. We'll catch up with her, see what she's working on, see what her thoughts and feelings are these days. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right, Pearl, how would you describe morale in New Jersey these days? Well, after hearing your theme song, I'm feeling a little bit better. Oh, there you go. Nice. <laughs> but <laughs> thanks for having me. Morale is uh, a bit low right now. I mean, not only are we dealing with, I think, the second highest um, instance of, of uh, coronavirus in the country uh, next to New York, but we've also been on, uh, on lockdown for the past uh, six plus weeks. So... Uh, all in all, we're we're you know we're we're kind of down a little bit, but uh, it's starting to look up now. And you're playing such an interesting role in this experience. Tell folks what you do day to day for work. Well, I'm the digital director of the governor's office for Governor Phil Murphy. So there's a bunch of hats in that. Um, one of the most like second to second one is running the social media. So. It's Gov Murphy, it's NJ Gov, it's all the uh, the live streams and the, the web updates and uh, whatever you got that's digital. Uh, we got to we got to do it, write it, make it, edit it, uh, design it, and get it up and get the people informed. And do you think more people are tuning into social than before, or less? Our numbers are going crazy. Okay. Actually, I mean, we're, it's a small state. And when I started a couple of years ago, started from zero, because actually the, the previous administration had taken, um, had basically taken all the social media accounts with them. And th- there never was a New Jersey account. So hmm. New Jersey's a little bit behind on that. And, uh, and also the websites weren't as reactive as they are now. I mean, with this, leading up to it, and especially during this crisis, it's been a real like wake up call and we're really ramping up um, the web, but also the social media engagements going really fast. I mean, I think the governor's gained over a hundred thousand followers on Twitter and Facebook in the past, you know, just few weeks. And so how do you sort through intellectually, even how you craft messages for, for different platforms? How are you balancing something that's, that's eye catching that people will pay attention to, but that is also factual and true and might be, uh, a resource I could even save lives. Like, how do you even think through putting this all together every day? I mean, it, we're <laughs> think. What does think have to do with it? <laughs> um, I mean, we're running on adrenaline here, but also we still have like our moral compasses up, and all the 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 uh, experience that I've had kind of has led me here, and I have a really really small but really mighty team that I work with. Uh, I mean. We're, we're aware that this is there's like some life and death situations going on here and communication is the key um, to, to, to sort of one of the keys, one of the many keys to preventing uh, like a loss of life and illness and, and to keeping people informed and, and able to navigate um, this crisis. So I mean, we're looking at it like a service. Mm-hmm. Um, it's informative, it's educational, and it's it's kind of 
like, I mean, we've been going step by step with, you know, from the beginning, like finding out about it in China, going on in China and then spreading around the world and, and telling people first to just to wash their hands and then do this and then do and, and like we've, we've been just this ramping up as, as we're all becoming more, this is becoming the new normal, but it took all of this, all of these steps of communication to get to this new normal, you know, you start light and then, and then you just keep going, going, going. And now we're all in the house and wearing masks and everything's closed. And yeah, it was, it was a real, it's a real journey and comms is, is part of that journey. And what advice would you have for NLC alums? And there's a lot that work in comms, whether it's in an elected's office or the city or maybe their own nonprofit, they're trying to promote those kind of things. What advice would you have about how to communicate in these times? And what advice would you have about tweaking messages for certain platforms? What kind of things would you want people to do? I mean, I think, first of all, this is not like, this is not a job. It's not like a nine to five. Like it's gotta be, it's gotta be like a passion and it's kind of like, a life and that's that's like what it is there's there's no more i mean there never really was a clock in clock out for my particular uh, you know line of work but especially now so that's part of it you got to just be ready to go with the punches and it's tough i mean life is not we got a lot of stuff to do in our regular life and not just the work life but it, it all melds it's melding melds together even more now I think, you know, compassion and the ability to adapt and the ability to like take these complicated health and policy and, and other initiatives and, and, and boil it down to like the most basic, baser, understandable factoids and, and pieces. And that's communication. I mean, I myself like am... I, you know, I kind of have like a lifetime of ADD kind of to work with. And I don't know the big words. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not a policy wonk myself. So I need this. I need the, I need what I'm doing. I need for myself, if that makes sense. I'm talking to myself, you know, (laughs) I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. Like tell, like, tell me in the most basic freaking, uh, plain language or translate it or show me a a graphic or show me a video that's going to just break through the noise and, and help me understand it. Um, and so that's, that's kind of partially how I operate, um, right now. And multimedia is a big key. I mean, we've been putting on these press conferences every day and with slideshows and we are, are just kind of like, going full force and, and just trying to reach people with information and reassurance and stuff like that. So I think that, I think that's, that's really the key uh, for me right now. Yes. Keep, keep it moving. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more with Pearl about actually life outside of the office as an NLC 2020 fellow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Zag. We'll be right back. Yeah, bro. So, how's that experience been? Because Institute is such a, a life-altering, in a good way, ex- uh, experience. Because you're with other fellows and you're in the room together, and you can see people one weekend a month and bond that way. And now that we're all virtual, that's that's had to evolve and change. What's that experience been like for you? I mean, I, I feel our year kind of like lost out on 
on a lot of what it means to be NLC mm. fellows. We're not, we're no, I mean, I think we had two or three in person okay. at, at the most. Um, and then we did one full weekend in zoom and then we did one half weekend in zoom. I mean, I think it's an amazing group of people. Um, but I think, I think because of what's happening now with this, with social distancing and that we can't meet in, in person, we can't do, do these kind of get out of our day-to-day lives and go into NLC the way that, that, uh, that previous years have done. We are missing out on something. Uh, I'll, I, I am thinking about that. But that being said, totally great group. So lucky, really interesting, learning so much. Um, but it's right. But right now, everybody's working in pol- who's working in politics or who's working in uh, in some of the legal uh, aspects of this are, are completely overwhelmed. Or medical. We actually have a physician in our group too. I mean, this crisis is kind of chopped into NLC. Like I, even when we're doing the, uh, the, the weekends, I'm generally working during it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. cause we do, we still put on, you know, the press conferences, we still have to get stuff going and, you know, we can't stop. There's no, I mean, I can't turn, turn it off. And I think, I think a, a bunch of the fellows are the same way. We can't turn it off. We can't turn this COVID-19 crisis off. So we can't, it's hard to fully get the NLC experience, but I'm hoping that, you know, this will, as this kind of ramps down and we get back to it and I'll, I'll be able to kind of really get back in the swing of it and finish out this year strong. But, you know, I don't think we're even, I don't know that we're even having a, a fundraiser. I mean, I don't know the details. Uh, I think they're figuring it out now. Yeah, I think there, there's going to be some announcements soon, I think, on how the Oregon chapters will evolve on that. And it, it kind of raises an interesting question. I'm curious to your thoughts. What do you feel like the short answer is for how you can um, circle back to some of these experiences? You know, I, I work with schools out here. And so I was on a call yesterday about uh, eighth grade graduations, which is very important for eighth graders and for families. And that can't happen in the same way if it can happen at all. And yeah, is there any way to, to circle back to some of these experiences that we were all in uh, that we couldn't complete, whether it's a fellowship, whether it's a graduation, whether it's something else. Do you ever see uh, a, a world where we try to kind of complete these experiences or, or they will just kind of be left left hanging and, and maybe feel a little bit um, uh, shorter or unfulfilled in some ways than it might have been if we were able to actually go through life as we had expected two or three months ago? Yeah, I think that's a, that's an interesting thought. I mean, Look at it now, like you know, we're all going stir crazy inside. Maybe when the doors are finally open and we feel and we're able to go, maybe that we'll want to experience everything to the fullest and everything all over. So maybe, so yeah, I could see that happening. I could also see a slow, a slow opening of the doors hmm. and a kind of low energy moving out and not being able to finish it. So I don't know. I I hope we I hope we can. I hope this experience. Listen, I know you you're an NLC alum. Mm-hmm. Your NLC experience is is like long. It's not just one year. Like once you're part of the pack, you're part of it for life, right? Very true. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean, in in that sense, and I really and that's why you know the importance of keeping NLC going. I I really understand the importance of that because I want to be a part of that. For life, I want to be able to tap into that energy and that mm. passion and that network 
for 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 life for my professional and personal life you know so i i think that no there's not there's not going to be an ending and a forgetting there's going to it's got to keep going well listen thanks so much for hopping on and i definitely write about the network and if folks are interested in hearing more stories and voices from the network make sure to check out the zag and all your podcast platforms spotify soundcloud stitcher they're all there we've dropped close to 30 some odd episodes in the last couple of weeks so folks who are thinking and talking about social distancing, but also folks who are on the front lines doing important work to make sure communities can stay strong. So check those out. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.